Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome back to the show. I am Paul Jamison, and I'm excited today to hear from Sean Langton about the yard shoe that he created. I wish he would have created this back in 2011 when I got started in the industry, but nevertheless, he uh, really has provided a great solution to our industry with the yard shoe and the landscape boot. And uh, this is fantastic. It's tailor-made specifically for us who do lawn maintenance, who do landscaping. And uh, we're going to let Sean share that story today of how he had the idea and how it actually materialized into a game-changing footwear for those of us who work in lawn care and landscaping. So thanks to today's show sponsor, the Hardscape Academy and Echo. We will hear more from Echo and the Hardscape Academy later on in today's program. But without further ado, let's hear Sean's story of how he started Cujo Footwear. All right, guys, today we are talking with Sean from Cujo Yardware. What's up, friend? Hey, nothing much, Paul. How you doing today? Good. I thought you were from Michigan listening to Brian's podcast, but you got smart, man, and moved down to North Carolina. That's right. I've been born and raised, lived in Michigan uh, most of my life. But yeah, moved to Raleigh area, North Carolina two years ago. That's where we're based out of now. We wanted a little bit warmer weather. Yeah. And you got, uh, I saw a picture of you, you had a Michigan uniform on. Did you go to University of Michigan or you just like Michigan football or what? Just, just like Michigan football. So yeah, didn't, didn't go there, but, uh, where I grew up was about 30 minutes from Ann Arbor. So I've always been a, been a big Michigan fan, football fan. Yeah. They had some good teams back in the nineties, man, but then Ohio State's kind of, kind of owned them in, in the last couple decades. Oh, it's been brutal. When the Big Ten canceled football this year, I was like, well, at least we won't lose to Ohio State this year. But now we're playing, so I'm sure we'll get another loss to them. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, Keith Jackson was calling a game when the guy uh, did the, ran it back, and he's like, hello, Heisman. That was, that was epic. That was like the highlight of Michigan football, man. You know that play? That's right. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Desmond Howard. Yeah, that was pretty Absolutely. good. That was against Ohio State, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, so it's been all downhill from there, but that was a great Michigan. <laughs> that was a great Michigan football moment. Well, on Brian's podcast, he shared that he had this moment where he was like, "Why doesn't someone make a shoe that you know waterproof that you can wear as a yard guy?" And then the next day, you contact him and like, "I make it," and he's like, "My phone's listening to me," you know, like. That- People are spying on me. So uh, tell us the story of how uh, you got connected with Brian, and then we'll hear the story of how you got, um, you know, your product up and going. Yeah, absolutely. And and that timing was just crazy. It was was just really a coincidence. So, yeah, we had been working on this. uh, You know, I I wanted to create a hybrid, you know, work shoe, something that was, you know, much more lightweight and comfortable and flexible compared to a heavy work boot, but had all the functionality for mowing and trimming and landscaping, you know, at the waterproofing, at the, you know, the good grip, all that sort of stuff. So we had been working on it for about a year and a half and we were just ready. We just had launched it actually two years. We had just launched it. And actually one of our real early customers recommended Brian. They're like, Hey, you should reach out to this, you know, Brian Fullerton. He does a lot of stuff in the industry. So we kind of reached out to him just with an email introducing our product. And he said, no way. He said, I just brought this up yesterday. It was crazy timing. 
Yeah, that is crazy. Well, I love a good entrepreneurial story, man. So tell us how you kind of got um, the need of wanting to make this product and then the actual manufacturing process. Yeah, no problem. Um, listen, it's, it's been a fun ride, but yeah, it was really just personal experience for me. I mean, um, you know, growing up, I always uh, mowed a lot of lawns and, and did a different lot of landscaping and lived on 15 acres worked some construction projects with my dad. He was a construction worker and did a lot of work. And I always hated heavy work boots just personally. And then, you know, as I, as I got a little older and, and mowing lawns a little more often as a homeowner, I, I kept searching. I'm like, there's gotta be something. There's gotta be something. And I just couldn't find it. And it, this was in my head for a little over a year. And I kept Google searching. Did anyone come out with this yet? And finally I said, you know what? I need to just create this thing. I need to just start making steps and just, just go after this. So I just kind of made the decision to to do it. And, you know, I don't have a background in footwear industry, but I did a lot of research and connected to some people in the industry that are very talented and kind of helped me along the way to get this thing going. Yeah, because I think as guys, we're out mowing, it's like the main issue is you don't want your foot to get wet because once your foot gets wet and it's cold, then you get sick and it's just annoying. Yep. And yep. the clunkiness of, I mean, there's some really good waterproof boots out there, very good boots, but yep. they're just so heavy and they're just so clunky. And when you're moving all day long, especially when you're doing high um, volume maintenance, you're constantly on the go, you want the tennis shoe, but you don't want the, you know, you don't want the water in there. So how did you start to get it created where you had something that was comfortable, that was waterproof, that would be good for guys in our industry. Yeah. And, and you make a good point that there's some really good waterproof boots out there. So, um, just because of that, we didn't want to go a hundred percent waterproof boot just because there's some good ones out there. We wanted something a little different to your point that where, where was the balance between the right water waterproofing in the right spot for dewy grass in the morning, but still had breathability for those hot summer afternoons. Mm -hmm. Cause we don't want people to trap their sweat in there. Cause you know, if people wear, you know, like a rubber boot or something like that to protect from water hundred percent. Then you got to deal with, with sweaty feet in the afternoon. So we tried to strike the balance. So, you know, our shoes are not a hundred percent waterproof, but we did, we talked to a lot of, a lot of guys during research and then we figured out it's the morning grass is the, is the key. So, you know, we developed a, a material that goes over the toe cap and the lower side, and we put a waterproof seal on that material. And, and during our testing, you know, it did a really good job in dewy grass. And that was our main goal, but we still had the breathability for the, for the hot afternoon and when then, things dried out. And then how, uh, Sean, how did, I'm interested to know, how did you make your business model so focused on e-commerce? Yeah, that was uh, another kind of strategic decision. So, my background, you know, besides, you know, working some construction and some lawn stuff when I was younger through high school and stuff, my background has been in, in products and I've been in charge of sales for different lawn and garden consumer product companies. And my history has been selling the big retailers that I have that experience in those relationships. So it was pretty tempting to just let's, let's try to go after some big box retailers. But ultimately, you know, this was 2017, 2018, you know, we decided, Hey, everything's going e-commerce. Like, we see the trends. We see brick and mortar stores closing. Um, and we still partner with brick and mortar stores. We know there's value in having people try things on, but we really kind of saw everything going digital. And so we just really focused everything on, on social media and e-commerce, our own website. 
And then tell us the first few months, man, what was it like? Did you have to order a certain amount of shoes and then, or, or did they, as they ordered to come in, then you um, created them or how in the world does that work? I, I, I'm not in that world. So it just seems the yeah. risk, the, you know, my risk tolerance, it makes me nervous even thinking about it. So how did you, how did it start those first few months and those first few orders? I think I'm lucky because I have uh, uh, I have a pretty high risk tolerance and, and sometimes I get a little too confident. So I think it can be a problem, but in this case, it kind of worked out because we did have to order a lot. Shoes are very expensive to make. So, I mean, thank God for my wife that she's so supportive. But I mean, we sunk our life savings into this, everything we had, um, not to mention all the time, but it, it, we sunk all our savings into this thing. Um, I even had to, to get this started. Shoes are really expensive. We had to order a minimum of, 5,000 pairs to start. And this was before we had anyone, you know, we had done our research, but we didn't have any big commitments. <laughs> so we just kind of sunk our life savings and ordered 5,000 pairs of shoes. Just, I mean, basically on spec, just confident that this is a great product and, and it's going to work. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had plenty of people think I was kind of crazy. What you're going to do a shoe design for lawn mowing? What? You know, uh, but we, we were pretty confident in, in, in our vision and we just kind of pushed forward. So yeah, the first, few months were scary. Don't get me wrong. I brought in 5,000 pairs of shoes and we launched our website and we're like, okay, hopefully people start buying these things. So, so was it, know, was it a flop or did they start buying it? Or I mean, how, how'd the marketing go? If you know, you put a website out and no one really knows about it. How, how yeah. did you start generating the sales? Yeah. So the, like the, this was 2018. So yeah, the first couple months were slow. We were selling up, but we did, you know, and, and my, actually my sister and her husband are part of my core team that launched this. And she's great with, she does a lot with marketing and branding. And then he's a software developer. So he developed their website and a lot of the backend things. So uh, we did some good stuff with, you know, SEO on, online. Uh, so people were finding us when they were searching. And then of course, social media um, partnering, you know, this was summer 2018 when we, you know, Brian and a couple of the other guys and, you know, we, they tested our shoes and they loved them. So then, you know, they started uh, talking about them. That really helped get the word out within the industry. You know, social media was the biggest thing. And then once that started happening around, you know, April, May, it just really started taking off that right away that first year. Awesome. So the, you can go to the website and buy the shoes and then how does it get shipped out? Is there a third party that does all that or, you know, to go? It, it, yeah, definitely. And, and that was one of the things right away I said, Hey, you know, we, we want to be able to scale this thing. We want to be able to grow it quickly. The whole plan is for this thing to really take off and, be, and our, our ship times, our customer service can't go down. So, you know, I, I kicked around ideas of like opening up our own warehouse and, and us packing and shipping each order. And ultimately, uh, you know, we're from Michigan. We found a great third party warehouse right in Toledo, Ohio, mm. um, small family owned, but they focus on e-commerce and they're really quick, really good customer service. So I said, Hey, this is the way to go. So we stock everything in that warehouse and all of our orders automatically flow right to them. And they, you know, order comes in by one that day, they're shipping it the same day. And it's, uh, whether we have one order or 500 orders that day, they'll ship them all out that day, which is great. Wow. That's awesome. And then is it only in the United States or can people in Canada or, or what countries are, is the shoe available for? Yeah, so we, we ship worldwide. So, okay. you know, we have pe we have people all, all over the world. U.S. obviously is by far our biggest, and then Canada's number two. Um, you know, it, 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 it does get a little expensive to ship, you know, one pair of shoes to Canada with shipping and, and duties and stuff. So, you know, we're actively, uh, we're talking to a couple people 
to be potential distributors in Canada because we get a lot of people ask about that. So that's what we're working on for next spring. The Green Industry Podcast returns in just a moment. Remember to support our sponsors who bring you the Green Industry Podcast. The hardscapeacademy.com is the place to learn how to become a professional hardscaper. It has courses there, a retaining wall installation course and a paver installation course, teaching you how to build a complete project that can take your company to another level that is profitable and worthwhile. Echo Outdoor Power Equipment presents a lesson in power. The winds of a Cat 5 hurricane reach 157 miles per hour. An Echo Backpack Blower 234 miles per hour. So, yeah, it'll clear a path. Power on and on. Echo. Okay, what states or regions have you noticed buying it the most with, you know, the different climates and everything like that. I know down here in Georgia, it's, you know, be very popular because it's yeah. just so hot. It, it, the boots, like you said, by 10, 11 AM, you're sweating in the summer. Yeah. yeah. It, it, you're absolutely right. So it's been, you mentioned Georgia. So year to date this year, our number one state's Florida, actually. Okay. So Florida's our number one. Um, and, but it's close. Georgia's not far behind. Uh, and interestingly enough, um, Pennsylvania and New York and Ohio are pretty high up there and Michigan. Uh, but then North, North Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, when you get down south, yeah. So that's, you know, we're pretty much, our biggest states are all east of the Mississippi and, and up and down the coast there. Okay. So in regards to the waterproof, what what kind of, what's the guarantee or the design or if someone purchases this, how do they have the confidence? Cause I just, you know, the other day I didn't know it was going to, these meteorologists have, they're flaky, man. They, they say it's going to rain. It don't. And then it's not supposed to rain and it does. So I'm out there with my tennis shoes on and uh, I'm out at the park and it all of a sudden it started to rain. It wasn't even supposed to rain. And it made me so mad because my feet got wet with my, just my regular, you know, Mm-hmm. my tennis shoes that you go running in. And, uh, that is like one of the number one pet peeves of yeah. people that work outside is we need dry feet. I actually remember my mentor taught me that years ago is, is always, especially when it's cold, you want your feet to stay warm and dry. Uh, because once they get cold and wet, it's just, it's, it's miserable. So how, yeah. you know, how, how's the gear is, I don't know if there's a guarantee or there's a, a way you made them or anything you can say to give yeah. confidence to someone that's thinking about, man, there's a shoe out there that's waterproof. <laughs> like speaking yeah. to that. Well, yeah. So yeah, I'll definitely speak to it. Now, first of all, they're not a hundred percent waterproof. So just so we're all on the same page. So we, you know, we're not going to make a guarantee that your feet are going to be a hundred percent dry through you know, torrential downpours or going through puddles, they, they are not 100% waterproof. So uh, just to be clear, but, but to fight the morning dew that we're all used yeah, to, yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. that's and what that, I'm, and that would, yeah, exactly. So listen, so the, like I said, the biggest thing is that material we put over the toe cap and the sides and, and we put a waterproof sealant on it um, and it does a really good job. So, um, you know, we have, we have over 600 reviews on our website and, and I, you know, I, recommend everyone go through and read through before you buy a product. I always read reviews. There's so many reviews on any product these days, but read through ours and you'll see most people say my feet stay dry. I love how my feet stay dry in the morning. So they, they do what they're supposed to do with the morning do. And, and we have the yard shoe, which has been out since 2018. That does a great job. And then we just launched our excellent landscape boot this year. And that one even has 
waterproofing that goes up a little higher on the boot. And so that one even has a little more protection in the shoe. Okay. And is that more for like hardscape jobs when you're dealing with rock and stuff like that? Is that yeah. kind of the design of that? Yeah, absolutely. And we've had so many guys come out, either hardscape guys um, or people just say, Hey, I would love to get a pair of Cujo's, but my, you know, maybe they work for a bigger landscaping company. Or like my employer makes me wear a, you know, a safety tote or I want to wear a composite safety tote just for protection and safety. Um, so that was a big push to, to offer something with the safety tote. Yeah. My first day I showed up, I had a roofing job, Sean, and I showed up in tennis, uh, tennis shoes. My boss was like, <laughs> bro, it, it was the law. You actually had to wear steel toe boots to, to be right. in commercial roofing. And I, you know, I, <laughs> I embarrassed myself. I, that job lasted one week, man. I roofing wasn't for me. I'm afraid of heights. I'm sitting there like, man, I'd rather cut that grass and make that cash, you know? Right, right. Yeah, that's not the best job if you're afraid of heights. <laughs> so, what's the ratio um, online sales? Are you are you in any stores? You know, brick and mortar. I know that's kind of old school, outdated. But are you, yeah. are, is there any store you could actually physically go to to buy them, or is it all online? Yeah, so so we are in physical stores, and, and we're you know we work with some some bigger chains like Dick Sports and Home Depot, but we're not in their stores. They just sell our stuff online too. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, it's it's kind of sporadic. It's mostly small, smaller, some independent footwear stores, some independent work boot stores, some power equipment dealers have really had great success um, selling our stuff. So if, like if you go to Cujo.com and you go you know find a retailer, we have a link. You can type in your zip and see if there's a retailer by you, but I mean, we're still, I mean, 90% of our sales are e-commerce, whether it's our own website or Amazon or DickSports.com or HomeDepot.com, 90% online. Okay. Yeah. When I typed it into Google, the Dick's one, uh, Dick Sporting Goods popped up and I saw it there. I was like, man, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So Yeah. They're doing really well with it. Yeah. So what excites you for the future now? Oh, well, well the, the biggest thing is, you know, I'm still super involved every day talking to customers. So there's probably some people listening right now that either talked to me on the phone or emailed me about an order or anything. So I'm very involved with customer service. So it excites me talking to, talking to the, the guys and the girls every day about uh, what they want. You know, you know, I love getting the feedback. Hey, I'd love to have this. I'd love to have a, you know, a lot of the guys who do spraying ask about a chemical, you know, a chemical proof shoe for spraying. You know, they, there's nothing comfortable out there. There's a lot of people that do a lot of the snow or are begging for us to come out with a with more of a snow boot or an insulated boot for the winter months when it gets colder. Um, we have a lot of people asking for work wear, you know, landscaping pants, which we're developing right now. So what excites me is just staying focused on this industry and listening to everybody and just trying to create some pretty pretty cool stuff specifically for this industry. There's It's, it's, it's a huge opportunity. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. And then how does it feel to actually solve a problem? Cause I, I actually remember, um, when I was in like sixth grade, Sean, my teacher, he's like, I'm going to invent one day a, a vacuum cleaner that will go around your, you know, family room. And then when it gets to the wall, it will turn. And like, he had this idea, but he didn't execute on it, obviously. And I, I had this idea about this shoe like a long time ago. I was like, man, I wish there was something like this. And I Googled it and there wasn't. And I was like, why? Like, I, I figured there was a reason why there wasn't, but I never could figure it out. And I think Brian mentioned the same thing. He's like, why isn't there, why doesn't this exist? And you said, why doesn't this exist? But you're the guy that actually took the action and made it, <laughs> made it. So how does it feel to actually see a problem and actually have the solution for it? Well, obviously it feels great. I mean, it's, 
it's still really early and we, you know, it's, it's tough to like sit back and be like, oh, this is great because it's like we're grinding every day and working hard and trying to, you know, make the shoot better and what's next and this and that. But once in a while, we'll sit back and be like, yeah, it, it is good. What what's the, the best about it, I mentioned I talk to a lot of a lot of customers all the time is when someone shoot, shoots me an email or something and, they're, and they, they're genuine, they just said, thank you. Thank you for actually creating something for our industry no one ever has. So that really means a lot when, you know, it hits home when like real people are using this and it does help their day-to-day work life. And that means a lot. Yeah. And then I'm wondering how to go with the wife to take the life savings and put it on the line with this business. (laughs) I'm sure that was kind of a lot of pressure early on. Has that been like, you know, she's high-fiving you, cheering you on, like it was a success or is it still in balance (laughs) or what, what's that like? No, she, she's, she's the most supportive person in the world. She's amazing. So I, and I, Honestly, if I didn't have that support, we we wouldn't be here today, you know, because if she had doubt or she was concerned or she said, no, we're not spending our savings on that. So um, we just have a, it's just a great amount of trust and fully supportive. Yeah. Zero concern from her. She has like blind trust in me, which is crazy. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm assuming you guys were probably going to be at GIE, but that got canceled. Are you guys planning on being there at the 2021 show next year? Absolutely. We love GIE. So we've been there the last last couple of years and it's it's great seeing everybody and our booth is just jam jam packed the whole time and we get to get to see all of our industry friends there. Um so we we're super bummed um that it was canceled and yeah, last year I even brought my dad out there and he got to talk to a bunch of people and he had a had a ball talking to all the different landscapers and stuff. So yeah, we'll definitely be back next year. We're getting a little bit bigger booth, uh just just because uh, we're we'll have some more products and stuff too. Awesome. Well, tell us how, if someone wants to buy it, I have two questions. Where do they go to buy it? And then what's the turnaround from putting the order in and it getting from Toledo, Ohio, down here to Atlanta, Georgia, or wherever they're ordering it from? When can they expect it to arrive? I know it's a little different yeah. with COVID right now, but just under normal circumstances, how long sure. we got to wait for them? Yeah. So, um, yeah, you mentioned the website's just simple. It's just kujo.com, K-U-J-O. Um, and that's that's the best best way to order them. And uh, typically, if the order gets in by 1 p.m. Eastern time, they will ship out the same day. Um, and then once they ship out, you'll get your tracking so you can track it. But, you know, they ship from Toledo, Ohio, uh, UPS, and to Georgia. I believe it's typically about three days to get to Georgia. Yeah, UPS is good. Man. I used to work for them, too. I got all kinds of stories for you, Sean. <laughs> They're great. a good company, man. They are. They'll get it to you. So, well, I really appreciate your time and just the... The, I love an entrepreneur that, you know, goes for it. And especially because I used to think about, man, I wish there was this product and you actually came out and made it. It's just, uh, it's really exciting, man. So I appreciate you sharing the story and, and definitely guys go to Cujo.com and uh, get your shoes. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Appreciate you having me on, Paul. Well, friends, we appreciate Sean taking the time out of his full schedule to share his business story with us today and the solution to our problem and uh, some really good footwear for us. And he's hooking up the Green Industry Podcast audience with the promo code Pauls10. So we really appreciate Sean doing that for you guys, Pauls10, and that will save you a Cujo.com. And Marty's going to put that link in today's show notes. And thanks to everybody. Sean reached out to me. He's like, man, people are like, you got 
got to get on the green industry podcast. So I appreciate you guys that share the show and, uh, you know, help recruit guests for us of whoever you want us to um, interview. You can always email Mr. Producer at green industry podcast at gmail.com. And we'll definitely work on your request and uh, get the folks on that you want to hear from. So we appreciate uh, Sean uh, hooking us up with the promo code pulse 10 and taking the time to share his story with us. So check out the show notes. You'll find the hardscape Academy uh, and all their resources in there. Echo's website as well. And of course, yeah, Echo has their local dealers, hopefully near you as well uh, to get you a PB 8010 for this leaf blowing season and then get some good footwear to finish the season strong. And you can use the promo code Paul's 10 at checkout. All right, guys, we really appreciate you listening and uh, we'll be back tomorrow. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.